Welcome to America's Heroes Group podcast with information and resources that's disseminated intentionally to empower our military population with host Vietnam veteran Cliff Kelly, co-host Iraq veteran Colonel Dr. Damon Arnold, and co-host Army National Guard veteran Sean Claiborne. And now, America's Heroes Group podcast. Back to America's Heroes Group, this time with a roundtable on our partner, the National Nurses United. Today is Saturday, October 21st, 2023. October is Breast Cancer, Mental Health, National Disability, and Domestic Violence Awareness Month. Our host is Cliff Kelly. I'm Sean Cleveland, the co-host. Our executive producer is Glenda Smith. Our digital media producer is Ivan Ortega of Scott's Arnold Productions. And I also want to give a thanks to Miss Brown, who donated to our show. Thank you for your support. And we encourage you to also donate to America's Heroes Group to bring you the information that brings you more sound things and sound knowledge about what's going on in the world and also about how we can help veterans. We have a partner with us, Adelina Marshall. She's a Jesse Brown VA mental health, mental health nurse. And our panelist, Nancy Carpin. She's an MSN family nurse practitioner and studies and a study uh, working on a study that is helping us understand how our air quality affects COPD at the Jesse Brown VA. How are you guys doing today? You there? Adelina, Nancy? It's like we don't have them on there yet. I see you're, I see you're on the line. Okay. I'm here. There you are. Perfect. Is this Nancy yes, or Adelina? Sir. This is Nancy. How are you doing today? I am fine. This is Cliff Kelly. This is Sean Claiborne. Sean Claiborne. Okay, nice to meet you, sir. My pleasure. So you have a, a, believe- a, a very powerful study going on that's going to look at how air quality and air, uh, air I guess, air, uh, air purifiers or air uh, filters affect people with COPD. Is that correct? Yes, sir. Would you like me to tell you more about the study? Yes. Tell us about the study and what's going on with this. So what's happening is that the VA has been recruiting veterans with chronic obstructive pulmonary disease, also called COPD, to enroll in this home air quality study to find out how this home air quality affects veterans with COPD. So as far as I understand, this is according to the World Health Organization. In 2019, COPD was the third leading cause of death in the world, with 3.2 million cases, deaths of the people that passed that year. American Lung Association says that in 2020, it was a sixth leading cause of death here in the United States with 150,000 people that passed from COPD in the U.S. Um, so, oh, yeah. So tell us that with the importance of this and what you hope to find from the study. What we are looking to, what, what we are investigating are these dimensions of care or how home air quality affects veterans with COPD. And the endpoints are what we're looking at is whether or not these HEPA filters, home air filters that we're placing in veterans' home, either decrease the number of COPD exacerbations or ER visits, whether or not this can help improve a veteran's oxygen levels, or if it has any effect on how far you can walk before getting short of breath. Hmm. And then tell us about some of the, tell us about COPD. What exactly is it um, and how it affects the body? Um, 
COPD is a disease or a condition that affects the lungs um, and the tissue and how oxygen passes through that tissue into the blood. Um, Typically, individuals with COPD have a lower oxygen um, saturation rate because of the disease process that affects the tissue that oxygen exchange tissues in the lungs. Um, veterans or, or any patient with COPD tends to have lower oxygen levels um, because the process that has caused COPD to be pre- 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 present for that individual has affected or changed the architecture. They refer to it as the architecture of the tissue of the gas exchange um, uh, capability of that in the lungs. Now, with the veterans, so the veterans that are going to be volunteering, um, are, do they have to have COPD, or does that is that part of the, the prerequisites, <clears throat> or is, how does that how did you select which veterans are in the program and, and so on? Yes, according to <clears throat> according to the inclusion criteria for veterans participating in the study, they would have a diagnosis of COPD. Some individuals aren't aware of the fact that they have this because they may have um, diagnosis like chronic lung dysfunction or other conditions that that don't exactly match up with chronic obstructive pulmonary disease. But if a veteran is interested in the study, I refer that individual to Dr. Alfessi. He's the study coordinator at Jesse Brown. He's also one of our ER docs. And he can review that individual's medical chart to find out whether or not this person meets the criteria to participate in the study. And you guys are working with the Illinois Institute of Technology, IIT, to actually conduct this in order to get the, uh, the, the data and also the research that you're doing? Uh, yes, we are working with IIT. There are... So we're the medical arm. Jesse Brown is the medical arm of the study. And then IIT, they have the engineering capability to bring the equipment to the veterans' homes, install it, show how to work this. And then they're also obtaining data from, so there's a home air quality filter, a HEPA filter, very high quality that's being installed in the home. And then there's also an air quality monitor and an electricity data monitor that they're getting data from during the course of the study to find out how this is affecting the air quality in the home. And how many people are you trying to collect for the study? Eighty. Eighty, okay. And then there's, there is also um, a monetary benefit. They, they actually get paid to be in the study as well. Is that right? Yes, they will receive $500 total compensation for participating, and it's paid out in three payments over the course of the study. Now, the, the HEPA filter you guys chose was a type of filter there, or a type of filtration system you guys used. Uh, was, there, was there a reason why you picked that over, say, like the ozone or the, um, the filters versus the ultraviolet filters that are out there? Um. 
I wasn't involved in the actual technology selection, so I don't know what their criteria was based on, but it's an Austin HEPA filter. Hmm. And if you were to go to, um, I don't have the model number, forgive me, but I, I looked it up earlier this year, you can purchase those independently at Home Depot or Menards, I believe it is, and they're seven to eight hundred dollars. Wow. They're very high quality. Wow. Yes, it's a very so it's a non-medical treatment for COPD. And they, the one one of the reasons they're doing this, um, the Department of Housing and Urban Development is the funding source for this study. And if this proves to be helpful for treating COPD, they would like to offer this as another treatment option. But we have to do the study to find out, of course, if it's effective. Mm. Now, how do people develop COPD typically? Is it just something that smokers get, or is it other things and factors that might contribute to, to something like COPD? I, I have seen statistics that over 90% of people who develop COPD have been smokers in their life. There are also other occupational exposures, which, like if you're in the military and you're exposed to unhealthy air, mm -hmm. and many veterans are, that can also be a contributing factor to the development of COPD. Because what comes to mind immediately is, is the burn pits and the situation with uh, how that was, you know, how that was uh, with the PACT Act and how we're starting to take that more serious and how a lot of veterans have been getting all kinds of kinds of different um, uh, symptoms. Um, what are some of the symptoms of specifically about COPD that people could be, be looking out for if they are worried that they might have COPD? Shortness of breath, cough, um, difficulty breathing, um, uh, phlegm. Sputum production um, and low oxygen saturation. Hmm. Now, are there treatments um, to this? If you ha if you have these symptoms, so what, how do you normally treat this? There are treatments provided, and the pulmonary clinics at Jesse Brown are primarily responsible for treating veterans with COPD. There are um, med medicines that are available, and I forget, I, I apologize, I didn't come prepared with the names of those medications, um, but there, there are some treatments available for COPD medically, so medicine, and then there are some rehab types where they do exercise, things like that, to help improve lung function. Mm. So it's possible if, if you can do if you could do these exercises. It sounds like it's possible to heal your lungs. Then, um, no, I, I don't want to give that impression. There can be some improvement experience. They can they can teach you techniques to, that you can use to help with your breathing. Um, typically, COPD is not reversible, sir. Hmm. Wow, Adelina, have you have you had a chance to join us? Are you on the line? Yes, I'm I'm here and um Nancy is giving out a lot of valuable information. COPD is not curable mm. and it would probably uh, deteriorate over a period of time. But that exercise treatment and medication 
would allow the patient to manage it so that they're in a more comfortable state. A lack of oxygen with COPD can also affect your mood as well as your memory. And it's very important that our uh, patients become aware of this. Uh, you can, uh, one of the signs too, you can be short-winded when you're walking, uh, even around the grocery store or around your house or doing light housework, yard work, and you become short of breath. That can be an indication that you may um, be experiencing a form of COPD. So Nancy is our expert in, in this area for us, and um, she is giving a lot of information on this study and encouraging our veterans, our listening audience, veterans' friends, veterans' family. Sometimes you are more aware of the issues that may be affecting the veteran than they themselves. So as a loved one, as somebody who's caring for a veteran, somebody who is interacting with a veteran or a family member, if you're seeing these signs and symptoms, encourage them to come in and, and to at least be tested so that they can be treated and um, slow down a process that they uh, may be experiencing. Mm. I did a little bit of research, Nancy, before um, we started this. And I, one thing that I saw about the, the I was, reason why I had that question about the, um, I was curious about the HEPA filter itself. Because I've, I found that there was research and data that shows that that's the right type of filter or filtration system that's that's best for someone who has like a breathing disorder like asthma or COPD. Because ultraviolet can actually um, be damaging to a person in ozone. It could actually lead to other breathing problems, from what I understand. And there were studies that no. found that if you have these some of these ozone type filters, I had one in my house that thought it was you know I got it for you know little or nothing at Home Depot. But actually, prolong exposure to those types of uh, uh, filters, if they're not, or, uh, or uh, filtration devices, if they're not used correctly, can actually hurt you for a long period of time. So the HEPA filter seems like it's the best type of filter, and, and also to encourage our veterans, if you're thinking about getting uh, to do some kind of uh, filtration system on your own, do the research and maybe even get some expert advice. Uh, don't just take my word for it because I did some research, but get some expert advice about what types of filters are the best for your situation. Absolutely. And um, any of the docs, doctors at Jesse Brown, primary care physicians and pulmonary docs as well, would be excellent resources um, if you're being seen at one of the VAs to ask them. You, you can do some of this stuff on your own. I believe there is some research that supports that it improves these outcomes for veterans that are for anyone with COPD at this time. But we're actually, you know, doing this on behalf of HUD uh, to determine future treatment options mm-hmm. with this equipment. Mm-hmm. Now, you mentioned that 90% of people get, um, are smokers usually are the people that have COPD. People that have COPD, 90% of them usually are smokers in time in their life. Um, how, can environmental factors also play a part? They may be in a workplace or maybe you, um, or maybe getting secondhand smoke in the house. Secondhand smoke is a large contributing factor to individuals developing COPD as well. Typically, the, the folks that I see, the individuals who are enrolling are actual veterans who've had a history of, say, tobacco use. 
um, or other inhaled substances. The occupational exposures, and I, I can't list them all, but you mentioned the burn pits. There are other exposures as well that can lead to lung damage and could be a triggering factor for this complication, this disease process. Wow. We want to bring to everyone's attention that Nancy is also a veteran, and uh, she's an example of many veterans working in the VA uh, system, Jesse Brown, particularly North Chicago and Hines, that are caring for our veterans and that are um, looking at these studies. The VA does many studies for many other, in many other areas. Uh, but this one is uh, very important. All of them are important, but we just want to point out that Nancy, she is also a veteran, and we have veterans caring for veterans. That's that's really wonderful because I think that it also helps um, the recruitment process. I would think to get people to participate in this study. Have you filled up all eighty spots yet? Um, we have not. As of last week, the end of last week, we had sixty-three enrollees. So I'm, I'm actively recruiting. Um, we, we could use another 20. We need a couple extra people if there should be one or two that would um, uh, decide to exit the study early for one reason or another, which has happened since we've enrolled. Um, but t- typically we're, I need 17 to hit 80, mm. but having a couple extra probably wouldn't be so bad. And how do people contact you in order to volunteer? I have a phone number assigned to me for this study. So this is the number. You ready? You ready. 224-817-3602. Once again, that number, just, just in case people didn't get it. 224 817 3602. And how long should this study last? The, from the time a veteran or a patient enrolls, they say it's a 12 to 15 month commitment. But here's the deal there's not a great deal of time that's needed on behalf of the enrollee. Um, there's a half an hour enrollment visit at the VA at Jesse Brown. It takes about half an hour. Some people it might take 35 minutes, some people less. Um, and then within 30 days of that enrollment, those IIT engineers follow up with the veteran to arrange a date and time to bring the equipment to your home, install it, and it's just not in the background. There's an off, low, medium, on high setting on that HEPA filter, and you can change how um, it, the the sound that the filter makes is very low, and then they say it's 65 decibels on the highest end, which they say is uh, slightly less than a vacuum cleaner, but there's a lot of different vacuum cleaners out there. I haven't heard the high setting. Um, And then during the course of the study, there's three additional home visits where the engineers come in and take data off of those monitors for the study to analyze what's going on. And then there's one final visit back at Jesse Brown. Again, it's an exit, discharge, um, disenrollment, 
uh, visit, and it takes about a half an hour or less. Mm. And then once again, it's we also um, offer for our veterans who are smokers. We also um, offer uh, help and assistance, support for those who want to stop smoking. So this is a a, a good time to think about. Um, if you have thought about it, stop smoking, this is a good time to come to the VA. We will help you. Uh, we do have lozenges, uh, patches, gum that will help um, our veterans to, to cease smoking. So if this is part of their health care plan, we encourage them also to come in uh, so that we can support them with this. And then once the study is over with, they get to keep the, the HEPA filter, I'm imagining, right? Um, that hasn't been decided yet. That has been talked about, but that would be a great bonus feature of the study. The outcome of the study, depending on what this shows, again, they would like to provide these kind of units to veterans as another form of treatment that's not medical. Mm. And there's other studies yeah, out there, we said before, that you know, have shown that the air filters, the right ones, actually do help um, in, um, health in a lot of different cases. Um, now, how far is, uh, is that also, I guess, and with the importance of um, cleaning and dusting your home if you have a breathing problem? I, I, don't, I don't know. About, <laughs> I'm not sure about home maintenance and, and cleanliness in the home. I would imagine it does. But for actually eliminating or filtering out as many particulates in the air that could trigger COPD exacerbations, breathing issues, low oxygen levels, this would be a way of a, you know, approaching that for, so for study, someone with this condition. So the study, in, in, in a nutshell, is to trying to decrease COPD visits improve oxygen levels for the patients, but then also trying to detect how far they can walk before they run out of breath, basically. Yes, there's, um, there's one component of the enrollment and discharge um, arm when, when you enroll. It's called a six-minute walk test. However, that has not been a factor. We have uh, veterans who have enrolled who are unable to walk or are unsteady or a fall risk. And we've still enrolled them. It, that should not, if someone with COPD wants to enroll in this study and is unable to walk, don't hesitate to call us. We're still going to enroll you if you have COPD. And and, and one other thing, Nancy, is, is COPD something that uh, you'll find mostly in a lot of older people, or, is, or can anybody in any age uh, develop COPD? Typically, if you're looking at someone... Um, with COPD, it's typically an older individual who, if you've been smoking and that's the cause of your COPD, they've been smoking a while. So most of the enrollees are 60 and older. I think there might have been one in their late 50s, one or two, but typically it's an, um, a mature adult kind of onset illness. Hmm. Natalina, anything you want to add? Well, we do know that environmental factors um, are good, um, uh, has impacted uh, many of your listening audience and, and the country uh, with uh, problems with breathing. We do know in certain communities, um, 
their efforts to clean up those communities uh, of certain um, environmental factors that has caused breathing issue, um, you know, in the community. And so this is just one fabulous program that the VA has vested in to help our veterans to improve their lifestyle and to improve um, their medical care. And a study is the first step towards helping to find out the reasons for these and then supporting our veterans who may be affected, um, you know, by this illness. Adelina Marshall and Nancy Carpenter, thank you for your time. Once again, veterans, if you want to uh, be in this program, call Nancy Carpenter at 224-817-3602. That's 224-817-3602. Thank you for listening to America's Heroes Group podcast. Don't forget to subscribe so you won't miss an episode. And for more details, visit americashg.org.